Hi, I'm Mike Marino, and this is a brand new episode of Live from My Mother's Basement. Tonight's episode of Live from My Mother's Basement is sponsored by Minuteman Press of Clark, New Jersey. They specialize in printing, copying, signs, banners, branding, apparel, postcards, flyers, graphic design, and so much more. Look them up on the internet at Minuteman Press of Clark, New Jersey, or you can give them a call at 908-857-4644. Three, two, one, and there it is. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or good afternoon, wherever you are watching this podcast. Welcome to another edition of Live from My Mother's Basement. I'm very excited to be in the actual basement I grew up in right now with one of my favorite characters, and I say character because he's a character. When you're born and raised in an area called Jersey City, New Jersey, yeah, oh yeah. Navy, oh. you become a character. I don't even know his real name. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Johnny Salami. What's going What's on, up? everybody? How are you? What's up, pal? How are you? How you doing? Finally, this is your third time on the show, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, I came in the wintertime when you... No one would bring you food. Oh, so, so here comes and the first were, story. And, and you were struggling over there. That was my was, birthday. It was your birthday, and then nobody showed, and you felt so depressed. Uh, you and know, I was banging on the window, and then you wouldn't hear it, and you had the thing going on. And I'm calling my friend up. I go, and then he's calling you as I'm on the phone with him. and he had Saying that Johnny's at the door. At the door, and they couldn't, and believe, I couldn't it. believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because the snow was up to my... Uh, up to here. All right. We, All right. Well, we just sounded like two Judah beeps, and half the people <laughs> watching have no idea what we just said. So why don't we start with that story? Uh -huh. It was February. It was February 2nd. It was my birthday. I don't think it was last year. Was it last year during the pandemic? Oh, maybe, yeah. Or the year before the, yeah, before during the, the pandemic. pandemic, yeah. Whenever it was, um, I was supposed to have a psychic on the show. Yeah, but she did, wasn't a psychic. And the psychic... Night. Calls and says, there's snow out. It's really, really treacherous. I can't make it. Mm -hmm. And I said, then what kind of a psychic are you that you didn't know? You should have predicted it. And he no, didn't. The no. weatherman knew, yeah. but the psychic didn't know. Yeah. And that went to uh, destroy the actual food that was supposed to, I was supposed to have with him on the, on, the, on the show. Because the food company couldn't come because of the snow. He was supposed to bring some food, but he didn't. And I'm complaining live that my guest's not coming, there's no food here. All of a sudden, there's a loud knock on my window over here. There's a window over yeah, here, over there, over there. <laughs> over there. And all of a sudden, you just hear, over the door, over the door. Because there were snow drifts that were so high, you couldn't get in the front or the back yeah. of my house. And then my phone's ringing. And my, I don't remember who was calling me going, Johnny Salami. Was it Ray Lynn? Oh, it was right. Ray Lynn. Oh, so it was Ray Lynn. Johnny's at the door. Johnny's at the door. I'm like, no, he's not at the door. He's at the window. He can't, he can't get to the door. Yeah. And somehow, like Santa Claus, he comes down the chimney. With food. <laughs> with food. With food. <laughs> and it wasn't even from his place. No, it was from some other place. And the guy threw me out. He goes, oh, it's too much snow. You got to leave. You got to leave. Here's some garlic knots and some other crap he gave me. Yeah. And I just left with it. It was good. It worked out well. Yeah. Santa Claus brought me some uh, <laughs> garlic knots. Look at the size of Santa. The Italian Santa. Yeah, I'm a little fat. <laughs> he don't no, come down okay. the chimney and he bangs on the door. Come yeah. on, I'm out here. I'm out here. <laughs> the Italian Santa. <laughs> Crackers, what the hell am I going to do with this shit? Give me a slice of pizza. Yeah. It's funny we have some of the good stuff tonight. Yes, we're going to have some great stuff. You could tell us all about it. Why don't you first start us off with Johnny used to come every Tuesday night. A couple of times we had him on the show just so people could meet him. But the joke was 
we never saw his face. We Hold only on. saw we only saw the hand, and the hand came across the screen with food, food, <laughs> food right? Oh, yeah. And we got the food from Hero Kings of Nutley, New Jersey, mm -hmm. and we always yelled out number four because yep. that was the Italian sandwich in my name. Yeah, and your name was on the lights on the wall. Yes, my name was on. Big, big lights. Yeah. Not on Broadway. No. Not in Vegas. No, at Hero Kings in Nutley. That's Sub where, shop, 300 that, square feet. <laughs> <laughs> you put the key in the door, you bust the window. It was, that's how small it was. It was really ridiculous. The mice were hunchbacked. <laughs> oh, there wasn't mice. But <laughs> rats. <laughs> A lot of rats. A lot of rats, yeah. <laughs> you had the smallest luncheonette in the history of luncheonettes. Yeah, you did you, come by there at that time. You did I a little... Did. He was, he was selling some shirts, and we do. It was around the pandemic time, right? Right, be, right before. This is one of these delis where you go in there, you have the greatest sandwich you have ever had in your entire life. But if there's somebody next to you, there's an elbow in your ear. That's how small it is. Yeah, it was small. It's like being in an elevator with a slicer. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous how small that place was. It'd be even funnier if anybody <laughs> knew what a slicer was. Yeah. Huh, huh, oh, yeah, huh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we did have a girl with big arms, but the, only the right arm. She was just, she was huge. <laughs> Jojo. There's so many places don't have the slicer. How, how good, is, how bad yes. could that be? Like, you go to Subway and they just take it out of that little, I mean, I don't go there. I'm just saying I saw. Okay. <laughs> triangle cheese. How you cut that? Uh, you're right. Right? They got triangle cheese and all that other ham. It's like triangle. I'm like, how you cut that? That's a machine cut. That. Let's go in, in reverse here. Tell us about Nutley King, which was one of the greatest places to get a sandwich, a uh, Hero King's, in Nutley. Nutley, New Jersey. The word alone says everybody here is Italian. Get out. Yeah, it was crazy. Everybody used to grab their goyons when they walked in. I know that guy. I know that guy. He's had pictures on the wall. Little tiny place. It's so amazing how everybody in Nutley really does sound the same. They all sound like the constipated. But everybody knew your picture on the wall. Yeah, he's seen that guy. That guy is good. My mother loved him. I had no neck like this. Hey, easy on that cheese. I got a problem there. Everybody in Nutley looks like a sandwich. Yeah, they do. They really do. And everybody got a nickname. No necks. Bobby, no neck. Yeah. Why do they call him no neck? I asked the guy. I asked the guy why you have a no neck. He goes, I'm always in front of the judge going, hey, I don't know anybody. That's really funny. It's okay to laugh. We can laugh. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. okay. <laughs> What's your it's case so true. about? It's so true. I got to use the bathroom. We can't at Mike's. It's broken. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's all stopped up. Oh yeah, that's your that's your deal here. Yeah. Oh, we had a bathroom way. so small that if you no, actually didn't. The number two, you had to leave your feet out the door because it was so small you couldn't close. <laughs> it was. So <laughs> it was, if you looked at the airline, that was a bigger bathroom than I had in my little sandwich shop. It was ridiculous. But the rent was cheap, so you made a profit. How long did you have the, uh, the sandwich was, shop? was a couple of years. I was like almost eight, nine years at one time. That was fun. And then we built a couple other ones in Newark and then down in Point Pleasant, and it just got to the point, oh, I'm done with this. Why did you, why'd you stop? Because a friend of mine was showing me the alkaline water business. Oh. And then I got involved in it, and it's one of the best things I ever got involved in. 
So you stop doing the sandwiches to get into water. You stop, well, you stop having uh, very healthy fat sandwiches to get in healthy water. Exactly. <laughs> Cancer can't live in an alkaline state of a body, basically, it says. Dr. Otto Wolberg, 1931, won the Nobel Peace Prize. Then he disappeared because he aggravated everybody. Gone. <laughs> it's a true story. He's gone. <laughs> I love the way you talk. It's like in... Uh... But, he had, but he had it... But he had it. He had a different way in 1931. You see, the old days, they used to take cubes, cubes of sugar and put it under your tongue, and then the cancer would go there because they didn't want to operate on the whole body. That's true. And then what happened is the, the cancer, it's easy to get at it. Let's just say it that way. The doctor doesn't want to work. It looked like the doctors are on it. Doctors all suck now. They're terrible. Have you been to a doctor recently? Yes, I've been to a doctor recently, and I had a prostate okay. exam. It was beautiful. We had a long talk. We went to lunch. Yeah. He's a dentist, but he knows how to finger your ass. Yeah, they all do. They yeah. all do. <laughs> Coming out singing show tunes. He asked me for a copay, and I said, oh. <laughs> I, I guess sing that song Rent after I came out of the colonoscopy. <laughs> 1,300. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> well, what made you go from uh, the sandwiches to water? Um, a friend of mine was Korean who spoke nine languages was really, really intelligent, and he uh, really got in, in my face and said, listen, this is the wave of the future, and I believed in him, and that was 12 years. I was doing it plus the sandwich shop, but I was building it, building, and then I built the pet division that I'm in the process right now with uh, Farmer's Dog, so we'll see what happens there. Things are happening. It's the funniest thing. You hear a guy who makes sandwiches, who jumps over eight feet snow drifts to get me a, a slice of pizza. Before Uber was doing this. Yes, before Uber. <laughs> you know what's funny? Eight years ago or nine years ago when they came to me, Uber, I, I threw them out. I said, there's no way. There's, there's no way there's going to be a, a delivery service. For 30, you're going to charge me 30% on the VIG. It's like gangsters. Hey, I'm going to charge you 30% if you could deliver the food. No, I could get a guy who could do that for $5. Yeah, but it's a big business and everybody's doing it. And I'll Since tell you what, when I, when I come in uh, to uh, Newark Airport, now actually Uber matches cab drivers. You might as well just get a cab. I've taken Ubers, same price as the cab. You don't have to wait. Yeah. The only problem with the cab drivers is they don't speak English and they sound like they're going to kill you and they smoke more cigarettes than I know what to do with. You can't find an American cab driver. It's Could you impossible. imagine? Hi, I'm your cab driver. My name is Steve. Bullshit. Oh, no, when you give them a $100 bill, they want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> they get, I got no change. I was bullshit all day long with people. And they get mad when you give them a big bill. Try it. Give, a, give an Indian a big bill. Hey, they go nuts. Something was wrong with my Uber application the last time I was at the airport, let's say a week ago. And I says, I want to take a cab. I got in the cab, and the guy goes just like this. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm like, oh, fuck. Give me a different cab driver. I'm the only one. I keep windows open. You breathe. It's okay. Oh, yeah. They got that little palm tree and crap. It's this. Oh, yeah, it smells. It smells like shit. They do that on a plane to me every single time. I always get the fat ass that sits on the right, and the other fat ass sits on the left. And then they all want to talk. What are you doing in the middle? I don't know. I, I never get a middle seat. I, I always get screwed. Uh, and what happens is they're talking, and this guy says to me, where are you going, where are you going? I go, look at your ticket. We're going to the same place. Yeah. He left me alone the whole trip. <laughs> he left me alone. Where I you embarrassed going? him. <laughs> look at the ticket. We're all going to the same place. <laughs> where are you going? Yeah. We're going to Florida. I always Florida. get stuck in a plane. Oh, that's, that's funny. I saw you in the airport that time. I was going to Florida. That's when they were doing that show Gravesend. Right. And yeah. I saw you at the Boca Box, and you killed down there. Boca, Black Box, Boca Raton, Florida, 
It's a great place. Get the food someplace else Don't and then the- go <laughs> to the Boca Black Box. Go to the Greek restaurant next door. <laughs> and they take a thousand years to get, get your shabaki. Or the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, the Dunkin' Donuts is good there. <laughs> yes, get yourself a nice uh, egg sandwich and then go watch comedy. Yeah, 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 it's true. But the Greek restaurant is funny. It's they got old spoons. It's rusty. I'm like, oh, right. and everybody's yelling and screaming and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, they do. They My do. cousin says you didn't want to get in his cab. <laughs> <laughs> How do you remember this shit? It's true. It's absolutely true. I think it would be fun to own a deli. It must be fun to make some sandwiches. Maybe there's people that suck after a while. But you had such great stuff over there. Not only were the sandwiches great, but like the macaroni salad, potato salad, the sides. Yeah, they were good. The drinks, the Coca-Cola, the uh, root beer, the the cream sodas. The birch beer. Birch. Oh, and we had chocolate egg cream. No one else had that. I didn't like that. that. I know, you didn't like that. I hated that. I got people coming and going, oh, you got any chocolate egg cream? (laughs) And it was always in friends of the neighborhood. <laughs> there was a whole thing in the news about how an egg cream doesn't have an egg in it. No, Did it doesn't. Have, no, it has seltzer. Yes. So, but then it's not actually, actually not even called an egg cream. It's egg cream. No. Well, you can it, get it means you, with. You can still get it at Holstein's in Bluefield. Oh, nice Italian deli. Yeah, Holstein's. Holstein's. It, that's the last thing in The Sopranos. That's the last scene. Oh, is that right? That was the last scene when they were all sitting there, remember? And, and that was pretty cool. Well, you're coming all the way down from uh, up uh, north, right? Or are you coming from the, the beach? I was south. I was south right, this well. weekend. I was at the Tiki Bar. Here's a guy who can't stop drinking on a Monday. No, I love my Monday Tiki Bar. <laughs> I drank so much there that they're giving me a day to myself. I Sh- swear Johnny to God. Johnny Salami Day. I'm having a day at the Tiki Bar. There's no joke. I'm having a day at the Tiki Bar, and I have a little person with me coming because... He's going to dress up in different outfits, and people like that. So I'm going to blow their minds. I paid for it. I didn't care. <laughs> All right, so he's saying little person because he doesn't want to say midget because supposedly oh, yeah, we're not yeah, allowed yeah. to say midget. But this is my show. All right, and you want to say midget? I say midget. He's a little midget. Oh, my God, I can't wait to bring person. him in the club, and they're going to proof him, and he, he's this big. It's going to go. He's going to go underneath the thing. And it's it's hilarious. Ball. I'm going to film it. I'm going to give it to you. He's here right now. He can't get into the camera lens. No, he can't. He's, no, underneath, he's, the, he's underneath the bar. Yeah. We yeah. take him to the Jet games, right, because I'm a Jet fan. Now all these Jet fans want to be Jet fans now, but everybody's coming out of the woodwork. We were losing our whole life. That's true. It, it, we've been losing our whole lives since 60. We're the oldest team that never won playoff or anything, so we're really kind of pissed. So there's girls who go to the game, and they show their chest just to growl things up. Yes. And you hear Joe Nolan, first down. You don't hear that much, but. <laughs> Usually when girls show their tits, it rivals up the game. Wait, oh, yes. I think see what he's going to do to the midget. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to the midget. Tiki Monday is called Strippers and Clippers. It's called Industry Monday because the strippers don't work that day and the clippers so they mixed them together and it's pandemonium it's like yeah it's it's crazy and i love it i really do we're talking about a uh, a bar down on the jersey shore in point pleasant that's been around for a very long time right too long Absolutely. tiki bar jenkinson's all these great places that tons of people from, let's say, the northern areas of New Jersey go, like Jersey City people, Nutley people, Bloomfield people. They all go there. A lot of guys with, you know. No necks. No necks. <laughs> I'm going to Jenkinson's. I'm going to Jenkinson's. Who's going to drink? You want to go to the gym? I'm already there. <laughs> Pick one up, but I put one down. <laughs> when we were younger, everybody in Jersey City and these northern areas 
they called us the not only Guidos but Bennies. What what was the Benny uh, analogy? It, Bergen it, County, Essex County, yeah, Bergen Union, County. Newark. We came, we came from we came from North Jersey, but we put that put people on the map down there. We spent money so those kids can go to school down there. And without us down the Jersey Shore, they're screwed. You, man. They're screwed down the Jersey Shore without us. You know that as well as I do. One of the reasons why I owned the house on the Jersey Shore for so many years is because everybody from North Jersey came and spent money to be in the house. That's and that's right. why we afforded the mortgage. We're talking about Belmont, New Jersey, where at one time, 1986, there was 22 bars in a one-mile square radius. Can you say illegal liquor licenses? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I could say it was at every one of them. Yes, <laughs> all the time, because you could walk to them. This yeah, is, but wait a minute, but your backyard was a bar, too. You had that big ice that we used to put all our lips on that ice, and you used to shoot the shots down there, yes. you and your brothers. <laughs> yes, because when you lick ice and it melts, you can lick it again. It was, it was very genius. We're talking about an area where there were more parties than the, the legendary now Seaside, where they do the Jersey Shore shows. So back in the day, in the 80s, in the early 90s, when we were partying in Belmar, everybody formed their own little club. Yes. Which was kind of like, let's say, a frat house. Because a lot of people from Rutgers, they rented houses down on the Jersey Shore in this area. They trashed their houses when the summer was over. They left it all jacked up. Sheetrock. Couldn't she buy. You, could, you had to get sheetrock. Sheetrock. Sheet and everybody was putting garbage in the, in the, the, in the holes. They busted <laughs> all. So they just throw the garbage in there and sheetrock it and say, okay. <laughs> Sealing really the garbage. Did that. We really did that. <laughs> Not in the Walmart house next door. Because... Michael used to live next door in Belmar, and that was the he had the shore house with the, the the board. You'd go surfing the whole nine yards. We had an ironing board. We were called the farmhouse. We were next door to him, and the farmhouse had a bunch of farmers. We were kooks. I broke the swing in there, and there, there was a girl. She was a little heavy, and the spring broke, and Mr. Womack wanted to kill me. He, <laughs> he didn't want to give me that deposit back. But he was the principal of my sister's school in Harrison, and if I didn't give him a check, he was going to leave her back. <laughs> it was a great time. See, what was happening is everybody wanted to create one of the best houses. Now, a lot of the houses were named after colleges. So you had, like, maybe Delta, Farakai, Hepakai, Wakakai. Right. But what about the local people who actually didn't go to college and they didn't belong to a fraternity? So we made up names for our own house. I used to originally be Marino's Yacht Club. And there was these guys oh God, called the Yo, the Yo Trixie Society, which mm -hmm. is Lenny from around the corner. There was Club 900. They mm -hmm. called themselves the Farmhouse, and their tag was, we'll plow anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't think he was going to come out with that. I don't think he was going to come out with that, but that is so goddamn true. <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> we had some winners in our house, so I'll tell you one thing. Yes. You know when the girls leave late in the morning? Well, they left late at night because they, they were scary looking. <laughs> you didn't leave in the daytime. Listen, you got to leave. No, they would scare the kids. <laughs> they would try to do what we were doing. So when we took our summer-ending photograph with the big surfboard in front of us, they had their ironing board, and one guy was ironing iron, another guy had, you had a plow I had stick a plow. from raking the lawn. <laughs> I sent you that picture years ago. <laughs> Disgusting. But, you know, if you see these two plaques on the walls behind us, this one here says, you know, Wiffle Ball Championship, and this one says most legendary member. Um, we're not going to say what it really means, yeah. but you could just go ahead and have fun with that. Yeah. And I remember we had uh, 
we formed Yo Trixie to the Marino Jacques Club. That's when we formed the Shore House, mm-hmm. and we called it S U R E, the Shore House. And we're sure to have a good time. And our phrase was, "We're number one in summer fun," and that's why we say, "Get wet today." Yeah, they had a lot of catch lines. We had nothing. We were just, we were plowing away. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of guys. That's all they did was a bunch <laughs> of lines. Away. And we had one bathroom. When's the party? Oh yeah, yeah. remember that? Oh shit. Yeah. To get a hot girl, you needed that back then. They would stop on a dime like a pigeon. <laughs> That's wrong, man. It was like Wonder Bread. Hey, can I do a bump? Can I do a bump? Can I do a bump? Hey, those Sergio Takinis you got, they're nice. <laughs> you want a bump? There's one in the bathroom. Yeah, you want a bump? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll show you where it is. Oh, they were like pigeons. <laughs> I didn't do that, man. No way. I was too busy videotaping everything. Making no, sure I did it. I did it. I did it. It was okay at the time. We had so much fun in this time. The music was great. Not the now. people were great. And uh, we all hung around at one very specific place. Why don't you tell them about it? DJs. No. No. <laughs> Montego Bay. Montego Bay. DJs, in our eyes, back at that time, was for college kids. Yes. We were the so-called Guidos from Northern Jersey, so we went to Montego, Montego Bay. Montego Bay. Montego Bay. With a stainless Mo steel Bay. dance floor. So you could break dance <laughs> and spin on your back. And we did. And we absolutely did. Not good. No. <laughs> but he had red shoes. He had the, They're right he, over there. They went, oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> I keep a lot of this shit. I, we had, I don't know how you kept those. We had the Reeboks with the wigwam socks. Yeah. Oh, my God. They the were big, terrible. big socks. Oh, yeah, and the elastic never worked. Speedos. Yeah. I never had a Speedo, but there were some guys in there with Speedos, and, and you just just didn't want a meatball sandwich after that scene. What's the worst shenanigans you pulled in your show house? Oh, I can't talk about that. I one. got one you're going to love. In my house? No, our house. Your house. We had the outside shower, and this guy, oh. this guy, Skinny Frankie, we fixed him good. We put neat in a shampoo. And half of his hair came uh, out when he said he had kids. Oh, okay. I didn't know you meant that. We did that shit, He too. screwed this girl that one of our friends really liked. He goes, how are we going to get him? And, of course, I was always the prankster. I'm like, because I got this neat. This other girl who left it here. She needed for her legs. Put it in a prel. That's what the shampoo at the time was, prel. I'll never forget prel. it. Prel. Pert. Pert. <laughs> And we put it in there, we mixed it up, and Frankie's going like this. And he goes, that's not dance, Al. That's how we talk. And all of a sudden, all the hair started coming out by noon. <laughs> and it smells like shit. No, yep. you, didn't, you didn't really smell it because the prel was half oh, and half. You had your disguise on. Yeah, we had a disguise on. Because that stuff is potent. But it's like bleach poured on your head. But with, with that stuff, it worked out perfect for us. And he had half a hair going down. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I, like you, being the prankster in my house, we used to do this shit to everybody all the time. There was no safe place. If I was in town, you were going down. And I remember this guy, Lenny Beccaro. He and his brother, Rich Beccaro, rented the top deck. And they were always like, you know, the girls, the girls, mm-hmm. the girls, this is what I got. So he kept on bragging about this weekend. He's got the hottest girl coming down from Nutley, and she's a real guidette. So he goes to the outdoor showers. Everybody had outdoor showers. They were mm-hmm. the best. They were the best. And uh, when he was in the shower, we took all his clothes and his towel. And when he popped open the door, I had my one brother standing there with a hose. Another brother was standing there videotaping it. And I took a big thing of Bisquick and I threw it all over his body. Oh. Because he can't get the Bisquick out of the hair. Oh. It sticks. 
So once he shut off the shower, I just went boom, and it's all on tape too. It's hilarious. And he stood there because I got him in the face, and he's going like this: "Just tell me what it is. Just tell me what it is. What the fuck is with Mike? Mike, it's always Mike." And I go, "How'd you know it was me? It blinded you. I'm, I'm not here. Everybody's blaming me." I know it's true. <laughs> I, well, they always blame me for everything, so I, I was used to it. But when I hit him with the Bisquick, it took a long time for him to get it out. So we made him stand still and we shot him with the hose because there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we shot him in the balls. Yeah, of course. That's, a, that's where you aim. <laughs> so I've got to hit that. It was like shooting a clown with water yeah, on the... Bing. On the... <laughs> <laughs> got him in the nuts. So then he goes out on a date with the girl, and me and my friend Tim went up to his room. This is later after we had gone out and had some drinks. And we filled his room with all nasty Playboy memorabilia. We put penthouse magazines opened, and we sh we took Lubiderm and shot it, okay. making it look like he jerked off on all the pitches. Then we took some condoms and we put them on um, uh, the, the the hair dryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hid in the closet with the camera. So when he came home, all you heard was like, "My God." And she goes, this place is crazy. You guys are fucked up. You're fucked up. And, and he didn't score that night. And I'm there rolling. This mm. is great. This is great. Now you're talking. I must have been, what, 23? Yeah. I'm a little, I love doing little, all yeah, that. It was, it was back then. A lot of good memories. But I what, put my buddy Marks. Well, he used to use Playboy books for a different thing, for activities. <laughs> and we put them in the freezer. And I forgot I left them in there. And they got all stuck together. And they were... They were not cheap at that time. Playboy was expensive. Playboy. And I stuck him. Mark C. That's all I can say. I'm not going to say his rest of his name. Anyway, I put him in the freezer. And they stuck together. You dirty ratty. Pen, <laughs> penthouse. He talked on the side of his mouth. You dirty rat. <laughs> <laughs> like Joey Bonifuco's wife when she talked on the side of her oh, mouth. That's, that's wrong, <laughs> man. That's wrong. We'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his, they, they came out in the news again. I think they're having like some kind of reality. She married a guy that looks just like her ex-husband, like like Joey. Yeah, Butterfuco. Joey Butterfuco. If people don't remember Joey Butterfuco, that's so wrong. Is the best. He was the best. Kevin, I was. He really didn't mean it. He loves me. He shot me right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good when thing. When you I... say Joey Butterfuco, people are like, hey, you know, you, know, you got Butterfuco. <laughs> You ever hear what happened to Joey Buttafuoco? No, what happened? What's your story? <laughs> there were some crazy times back then. Yes. Remember how that? And then the girl cut the penis off the guy? Ran a bobbit. Yeah, I don't even know how we go down this street. We were talking about Montego Bay. Now we're talking about a dick getting No, no, up. it got cut off. <laughs> but you don't... And then they found it and put it back on. The dog found it. The German shepherd <laughs> had the penis in his mouth. <laughs> Who owns this? <laughs> Could you they imagine? sewed it back. I tell people these stories. These young kids, they don't believe me. They think I, they, Then they have to Google it. Hey, I got to Google this. <laughs> Joey Buttafuoco. Joey Buttafuoco. They got to Google this And stuff. the Long Island Lolita... That was that. Yeah. And then Lorena Bobbitt, yeah, that she chopped off that guy's penis. And she wasn't and a, that hot. And a good chunk of it flew in the air. And they uh, found it, and they put it back on, and then he went out and made porn. He made porn, yeah. 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 He Imagine made that. Porn. Yeah, it's just dumpy. <laughs> Half cock. <laughs> and we'll be right back imagine? after this word from our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> we need stuff like that today. <laughs> yes, because we were having fun. How about a young girl's crying? I've seen on just a couple weeks ago. Who? This young girl was crying. She was my boyfriend broke up with me on text. So I said, okay. So I hug her. 
and we take a picture together like this, and we text it back. I said, I'm a billionaire, and I'm going to be banging her and her all her girlfriends at the same time, and she's going to let me do it. The guy, the phone, oh, he, saw he that? called back. He called back. He was driving oh. her crazy. A young girl. I, I said, let's get back at him. It was the classic act. That's how you get back. Paper trail. Because yeah. if you're talking about the days when we were hanging in Montego Bay, to get a girl's phone number, you had to ask for it, write it on a piece of paper. Now, I collected everything. I have all these uh, phone numbers that I collected back that time. There's no uh, area code. It's funny you say There's that. no area code. Everything was 201 at the 201. time. It's funny you say that. We brought a smart kid out, Mark C., again, who talked like this. <laughs> he was a brainiac. You, I'll tell you his name later. <laughs> he was a brainiac, and we said, Mark, remember this girl's number. Remember this girl's number. We get home, he remembered these girls' numbers. It was amazing. I could never. Yeah, thank God we brought him out. That was the reason why we took him I out never. with us. That was, the, that was the hardest thing, remembering somebody's phone number. You got to get that little piece of paper and hope when you get home it actually worked. Then you had to go to a landline and hope you get it. In our beach house, we had a blackboard and, and chalk, and we would write down who called because it was a message machine. And the outgoing message machine would actually announce how many guys were actually in the house and where they were at the time. I made it up. I didn't make it like a rap song. Right? But we used to write down, at 2 o'clock, uh, Fran called for Joe. At 4 o'clock, uh, Lisa called for Bob. 3.30, nobody called for Len. Uh, for, and we would put it all over for hours. Nobody called. Len, nobody called. You nobody called. Nobody, oh, we tortured him. People threw a lot of stuff. He had a convertible on the block, a yep. sob. The sob. And if that we had garbage, such we a... had garbage, we walked past it, just tossed it in. Yep. We all... <laughs> Banana peel? Just wasn't the sop. <laughs> no, you're talking about the 80s. When you were going down the parkway, you had no problem taking a hamburger wrapper and throwing no, it out the window. No. It's, like, it's like the best job on the turnpike was those people who worked the turnpike, and you asked them for directions. Oh, you got to make a left. You're going to make a right. Oh, you're going to the new six house. Oh, you go there. They knew all the stuff. But if they didn't go to work, they put a basket there. How's that job security? You get a little bit, and you had to throw the 35 cents in, remember? 25. I remember 35. I remember 25 cents. It was just a quarter. You never threw the quarter. You just grabbed a rock and threw it in that thing. You beat the horn and Boom. went through. Sorry. Beat the horn. It bounced. I don't know what happened. But uh, that was so much fun. Oh, God. That was it. A... Now, Montego Bay, this club that we're talking about, with all the mighty clubs that were in the area, this was the one to go to at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. It could be 100 degrees, and people went in there at 3 o'clock. You remember when the windows used to get fogged up? It was you ridiculous. You didn't even see people were in there. And then every once in a while, you'd see, like, five guys actually come through the glass. Right. There was fights in there all the time, which was great, because we I didn't get in none of that shit. I would just hide under the table and go, kill him, kill him. And then oh. I'd go take that girl. <laughs> we, had, we had Richie Gaspari with us one time, big bodybuilder. Oh, really? He was, and he, the real Gaspari? Yeah, yeah, he came in and hanging out with us, and... Back in the day, he was scooping all the chicks, and then we were like, you ever see the big shark? It's like the big, big shark, and then all the little sharks on the bottom. Whatever he said, oh, I don't want to go. We brought back to the farmhouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, he don't eat, we eat. Yeah, that's okay. You don't what, want that. Whatever, we'll take it. <laughs> whatever falls off his plate, we'll suck oh, it down. Oh, throw that over to us. That's good. <laughs> yeah, good eating. <laughs> you get the hot-looking girl, we'll take her friends. <laughs> they got good personalities. <laughs> yeah. But there was some big dudes in there on steroids back in the oh. day. There was monsters in there. Again, no neck. <laughs> no neck, but they all worked out from the waist up. They had skinny legs and huge uh, chests. Oh, yeah, chicken arms. legs. They all had chicken legs. Yes, because well, we had a thing called baggies, and the pants were so baggy. Why bother working out your legs? You can't see them. 
They're under a curtain. Belmar Gym. Remember that gym? Yes. What was the name of it? Belmar. No. no. Uh, Iron City Gym. Iron City. I have this. I, I had With the shirt. gorilla. The gorilla. The gorilla. That was gorilla wear. Remember those ugly pants? They yes, but they were called something else, like jerseys. That gym was so old, the weights were rusty. You pull the thing. <laughs> they had sand weights. So if you had a 10, you probably had a, you probably had a six and a half. Yeah, yeah sand weight. All that crap. They had the worst. Wait, you could ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> then they had milk jugs. Hey, lift. You want to lift? Take the milk jugs. You got to. You got to do shoulder shrugs. Yeah, yeah. And then the fan went by like this, real slow. No, never forget it. It said it was a black fan hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the one that's on in the basement right now. We're sweating at hundred degrees. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't go there. But Wasn't <laughs> it fun going to Iron City Gym? Because everybody is in there with cut off shirts. And your stomach would stick out. Remember, they cut off the sleeves, but they cut off the waist. Yeah. And uh, there were just some people in there should have taken a shower before they went, but well, they some didn't. Pe some people didn't know how to cut their shirts correctly. I cut my... We call it tightening up. Of course, you guys did. Tighten well, it up. Of course, you guys did. You, you guys, we would look like rags. They can't we cut tonight's shirt. Tonight's shirt yeah, is yeah, sponsored yeah. by Minuteman Press, and we're going to talk all about that. Oh. But maybe in a couple of weeks when this starts uh, shrinking, I will cut off the sleeve. Either that or I'm going to have to start working out. Yeah. Remember Shams the Baron? They made you look Shams. They, they, they had the elastic on the, on the arms, and they made you look even bigger than you were. You could be a twig, and you still look big. <laughs> Shams the Baron. I don't even know what that meant. I don't know. We wore Shams the Baron, Capizio's. Dracar. Dracar Noir. There was nobody had a different cologne on. It was in your IROC. No, I don't have any Dracar. <laughs> if anything, I have the empty bottle. I have the football player. <laughs> <laughs> you do? You remember? You're a sick <laughs> But the best tanning cream was what? Ben Desole. You can't buy it. It's gone? No, you can't buy it. Really? Google it. It costs two to four hundred dollars. Really? I have a tube with a pair of pliers that get a little bit out at a time. <laughs> there used to be the tube. I cook with it, that shit. Forget about it. It's, like <laughs> it's unreal. It's unreal. It says cancer causing right on it. <laughs> That's how bad that thing is. Ben Desolais for that trend. Tram, what was it? Ben Desolais for that Centro Paytan. Yeah. It's even hard song. to spell when you Google it. It's not bad. And then there was the little girl with her ass sticking out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her name? <laughs> little girl. With little the, girl with her ass sticking out. Th th today that wouldn't work. No. But that tanning cream. What does was her work. name? Coppertone. Coppertone. Oh, that's... Cop the really Coppertone girl. That was a little expensive. She's probably in her 80s. Probably now. Imagine that. She's still in her time. Good that's, times, but... Oh, uh, uh, very good times. After we partied at these places for a, a great amount of years, I'd say five years was when it was really just jumping. What had happened was some local mayor decided, you know what, we're going to clean up this town and nobody's going to party here like spring break anymore. So they threw a 12 o'clock curfew on all the clubs, which hurt everybody. Destroyed them. Because these are clubs that are only open from Memorial Day to Labor mm -hmm. Day weekend, and that's when they made their money. But they were so packed, so crowded, that they actually probably killed it and didn't need to be open. There were some that would stay open uh, till like, October for, like, a, a Halloween party, maybe a uh, New Year's Eve party, but they would close. So when they closed at midnight, I think it lasted another two years. That's when our house said, you know what, we're going to be Montego Bay. And we went over there, and we stole their rug, and we draped our entire driveway with their rug. Mm -hmm. And we had the first annual Shore House summer opening bash. And at that time, we had a thing called Open House. Mm -hmm. Would you like to tell them what Open House is? No. It was, it was insane. Open House it. means 
Anybody walking down the street can see what's going on in your yard and say, I think I'll go. And they were welcome. But we were a little bit more clever than that. Very clever. Here's the rule. There's 10 guys renting the house for the summer. They're not allowed to invite other men. Ever. No man in the house can ever invite another guy. You'll get thrown out. Because if you invite a guy, he's going to come to your party with other guys. Mm -hmm. If you invite a girl, she's going to come with her friends and some guys because they come with protection. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have 50% girls and 50% guys, don't invite the guys. They're going to find out where it is, and they're going to sneak in. That's why we always had incredible parties because the girls outnumbered the guys. Call us selfish or smart. That is so true. Smart. Thank then, you, thank you. Then and you all had, my crew, thank you. Then we had to have activities. <laughs> so all around the yard, we would plan an activity. There was the burger area with hot dogs, mm -hmm. sausages, and all kinds of great food. And what we did was we took one of those huge gallon, I mean, multi-gallon gas drums, cut it in half, and we hired somebody to just make hamburgers and hot dogs for hours and hours mm -hmm. and hours. And we never ran out. Then we had a keg place on phone. One, two, three. And they would keep on delivering. It was one party we went to 16 kegs, thousands of hamburgers. And to keep people from doing the right thing in the yard, we would sell them a mug. Well, wait a minute. I actually you have the mug? Yeah. The Shore House mug. This one says, the Shorehouse 4th Annual Summer Bash, June 15, 1991. And we would buy different colors. There's different colors so that you wouldn't get confused and we would know what season you were coming to <laughs> and what party you were coming to. So if you came to the party, we sold you a mug for $10. This means you could use the mug to fill it with beer or whatever you're drinking. You didn't pay for the alcohol. Mm, you bought a souvenir. They were so Get smart. It? They were slick next door. And then at the end of the party or at the end of the night when people want to leave, there was a swish bucket at the end of the driveway. So if you were walking out and you were leaving, all you had to do was dump your alcohol and take your souvenir home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember we had cops waiting at the end of the driveway, and the guy goes, what the hell are you doing? And we're like, I'm like, I'm selling merchandise. They're buying the merchandise, not mm -hmm. the beer, the merchandise. And the guy goes, yeah, well, the next time you have a party, have it on my day off. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you couldn't ask for better neighbors. You really couldn't. <laughs> yes, because you didn't have to good. walk far. Yeah, we had to walk right there. <laughs> you couldn't even get in our house unless you knew somebody because the house was immaculate. Mm -hmm. So outdoors, okay, so then you had the DJ dance contest, right. parties, giveaways. We were sponsored by Budweiser, a bunch of different shows. I mean, events. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a unused ski boat in the yard, which we put the DJ in. Right. I remember that. Yeah. And wow. I I never forget one day. And I had this on tape because I videotaped everything. I would yeah. always wait, wait, videotape. How, how big was that video camera you had? Huge. Everything was a monster. VHS, man. But you went everywhere with it. Like, you. there you go, Mike. Stuck to my head. <laughs> everywhere. I wanted to document everything, but I didn't know I was really making a reality show. But I have a videotape of the morning after a party and i was shooting from the top i used to go on the roof of the house i was shooting down we wrote the name of the party in the grass with spray <laughs> cans it looked like a football field and there was a tent 
and there was the ice block shot, the kegs, everything was destroyed, the lawn was destroyed, and the DJ boat, boat, boat. fell off the trailer, and it was laying down. And I'm rolling, I'm like, oh my God, what a party, what a party. All of a sudden, the hatch of that boat opens up, my friend Tony pops up and goes, what's going on? <laughs> and then you see some girl's head come out, is this the party? <laughs> like, holy shit. It was, they rocked that boat. It, they really did. <laughs> Got it on tape. We had a guy that robbed gallons of gallo wine. He worked for the company at the time in Wallstadt. And he used to bring us only wine. And that's all we ever had in the house. Big, big gallons. And we used to bring it to you guys. You guys, I get that shit I don't like wine. (laughs) Nah. Kegs was easy. Kegs were easy for you guys. The illusion of the uh, the ice block shot was what made people just keep doing it, not realizing how wasted you were getting because it was a novelty. I don't really don't remember how it started. I think it was 85. It was a, uh, something that happened at one of the colleges. So we had to outdo everybody. So what do we do? We take a jet ski trailer. We drive into town. We bought an 800-pound block of ice. Mm-hmm. He puts the block of ice on the jet ski trailer, wrapped it in towels so it wouldn't fall off the jet ski trailer coming into Belmar because we would lose the chunk of ice because it was slippery. Then we put it on the jet ski trailer, angled it like this, took mm-hmm. a bunch of screwdrivers and made tracks. Mm-hmm. Then we had a bartender stand at the top of the ice block shot, and he would mix a shot, and it would go all the way down to your mouth, and you would suck it. So I figure people were just doing it thinking this is cool, and they didn't realize the more you did, the more you actually got wasted. There was Apple Berenson, mm-hmm. Sex on the Beach. Oh, Sex on the Beach was All big. these crazy, stupid drinks. By the end of the night... It was like a big mud puddle yeah, right yeah. in front of the thing. And everybody was barefoot, and your feet were, like, black. And you're like, they, they, they. Mind erasers. That was big. The mind eraser. Racer. Yes, that was yeah. it. The mind eraser. Imagine that. Imagine ordering that. Can I have a mind eraser? Yeah. These kids wouldn't know what that is to make no. it. No. It would be crazy. There was another one. Was there, like, a Manhattan special, a Staten Island special, Staten Island so drinks? The mind eraser. But Sex on the Beach. But what was the biggest the song in... 84, oh, shit, 85? I had the music in the car today. I should have brought it in. Okay. I had a, a Montego Bay uh, dance contest, 1986, and Beat is talking on it. There was uh, Dead or Alive, You Spin Me Right Round. That was big. Hold on. Hands up. Baby, baby hands, hands up. <laughs> give me your heart. Give me, give me your heart. <laughs> So that was more stupid. DJs. That was more. De- I felt very gay when I did that. <laughs> that was very gay. <laughs> Where's the midget? <laughs> we were, that's, that's Monday. <laughs> Tiki Monday. They the midget. Give me your hug. Give me, give me. Then you saw your girlfriend outside talking to another guy. Baby. Oh yeah, yeah. That didn't go well ever any time. No. Because girls were back then would just, just stick it in our ass and they would go out and go out of their way to aggravate us and say, "Okay, you bought us drinks all night, but we're going with Joey." You're talking about a time where the hair was higher than anything you've ever seen in your life. The Aquanet, the Boofs, the blue eyeshadow, the the the, the neon, mm-hmm. Madonna. Madonna caused everything. Madonna caused oh haircut one hundred. Remember that ad? Good times. Went like this. Flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. Men at work. Too many good things. And Springsteen. And Springsteen, yeah. Springsteen. Was- Every every decade he was there, you notice that. Yep. Every decade still he was there. Still out on tour. You guys still in his seventies, still killing it. Mm-hmm. And food. I remember we'd walk out of Montego Bay, and the first thing you would do is go down the stairs and have two dirty water dogs with cooked onions. 
right there. Boom. Two dollars. And the guy had a little lantern. Yes. <laughs> on, the, on the hot dog wing. Because he had a seat. And the little lantern. <laughs> I'm over here. You walk a half a block, cheese steak. Oh, yeah. And suck, right there. And suck a luck and clam. I never did the clams. No, that's the name I'm of the joint. I'm not a clam. Suck a luck a clam. Suck a luck and clam. Suck that was next to DJ's. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Clams on the half shell. Oh, yeah. People just drunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, sandwiches, pizza, cheesesteak. Then go into the 7-Eleven and curse the guy, drive the guy nuts. You remember you went to the 7-Eleven and there was a guy working there, he made the sandwich for you. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Now you walk into a 7-Eleven, you're going to have a conversation with people from six different continents. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck they're saying. I can't even get the plastic off the sandwiches they make. You needed like a wrench. (laughs) Remember you got a buttered roll and they put the butter on it in front of you and said, do you want more? Now you get a butted roll, you got to take all the foil off the fucking thing and go, what is this? Mm. What is that? Put some butter on here. You know where it is. They only put butter on one side, these kids today. They just spit it on. Here's your butter. Yeah, yeah. They don't even use Brickstone. Who's that crap? When we used to go to the 7-Eleven, there was a guy in there. I forgot what his name was, but he was like 500 pounds. And when there's a 500-pound guy behind a 7-Eleven counter, you're going to eat a great sandwich because he knows how to make it. Look at him. How about, how about the guy in Midway and Seaside? He was 500 pounds. His fingers look like sausages. You will have the sausage, and he, you see his fingers. Ah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> My friend busted his balls so bad one time, a big Italian guy. He goes, all right, they got a, how about a nice baked potato over there? And he went, absolutely berserk. Are you talking about Kelly's? <laughs> Kelly's was the best. Remember Kelly's? Yeah, Kelly's. I didn't really frequent Irish places, but everybody went to Kelly's on but Route you 35. Couldn't over, you couldn't get over the highway. And that little diner was there. You go to that diner, it was good. Kelly's is the type of place that would make you the beef brisket or whatever that sandwich was. It was like this high. Huge. You couldn't even get your mouth around it. I don't know why they did that. Like, who's eating this shit? Because you know what you're going to do. You're going to take it out. You're going to smaller, make your sandwich a little bit smaller. It's going to fit in your mouth. And you're taking this home for later. Mm-hmm. True. And then you have your pickle. And then the polo club had pretty good food. Oh, the polo, polo club. Oh, you remember that, huh? <laughs> ah, more Guido <laughs> shit. You got to go over the highway. And if you were banged up, you, hey, Joey, is he going to make it? I don't know. <laughs> That's so slang. If you were banged up. There was a time where you could walk to these places. You can't walk now. No, you can't. There's no such thing. you got to take an Uber. Yeah. We should just take an Uber. Mommy uh, said, don't go into a car with strangers. We're doing it now. I, I used to walk from Casablanca to Belmar. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I made On a that Sunday? Walk. Yeah, and I would call the friends from a payphone. Don't wait up. I'm lost. <laughs> oh, Casablanca on a Sunday. Casablanca. They used to do the Hawaii 5 Yeah, <laughs> they did that everything. Nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. This is going to be a great A bunch interview. of guys sitting on the floor. doing Pretending the they're rowing a boat. boat. <laughs> yeah. Like they're Hawaiians. Hawaii 5 Yeah, it's so stupid. Hey, uh, did you see our president just went to Hawaii? No. He said something really funny. Oh, no. He did, he did. What did he say? He goes, you know, I was in a fire. And he goes, I almost burnt my Corvette. Look it up. I'm not joking you. I swear to God. I almost burnt my Corvette. 114 people dead. Thousands of people missing. By the way, my Corvette almost went on fire. (laughs) You can't make this up. (laughs) Hey, hon. (laughs) Get the hose. (laughs) We're talking about one of the hottest cars at that time was a Corvette. A Stingray or the ever, ever uh, uh, wheeling uh, IROC. I had an IROC Z28, 1986, white with uh, maroon interior. 
I had a 68 Camaro convertible, red, with a 327 engine, with two barrel carburetor that only went 35 miles an hour. <laughs> with the duty rings, but it was convertible, so it was cool. Because so gas Marcus was Jones, free. Gas was very cheap. <laughs> Who was ever president at that time? God bless him. Bring him back. I drove to Belmar from Nutley on $2 a gas. It really was. Yeah. It was and a ridiculous. $0.25 cent toll. Yeah. I had enough. I had paid $0.35. Cents I had extra money for Bandis Olay. <laughs> Bandis Olay was the best. <laughs> Not only was it the best time to have some fun and do crazy shit like this, but the food was insane. Really. Mm -hmm. Still is. Jersey food is the best. You're going to overeat. There's nothing you could do about it. Most Italian people, I think, would never go over somebody else's house without bringing something. It's called never show up empty-handed. Ever. He always shows up with something in his hand. What is in these plates? Boom. Yeah. Oh, wait, let's, we got another plate here. Yes. This is a paper plate? I gave you a paper plate. Yeah. No. I have the regular plate. If nice. you can tilt a little bit for screenage. Oh, little screen. Up, 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 oh. up. Look at that. Can't, can't get, oh, there boom, you go. Boom. Look at that. Okay. Look that's a fucking bread. monster right there. Now, that. this is what they call a grandma slice of pizza. You might think it's Sicilian. It's not. It's a grandma. Johnny has... Regular slice and sausage bread. This is a regular slice. Look at how great this slice is. Thin, well-cooked on both sides... The oil is not dripping on his elbow. Boom. Oops. And then Johnny brought some other stuff. Sausage bread. Nice, good sausage bread from Chaffee's. He's got sausage bread. Mm -hmm. And I have... Pepperoni. Pepperoni bread. Mm. These are the best. If you were high, you would eat these continually. If you're just drinking beer, you'll stop after a little while because you'll have to go to the bathroom. This... Is mozzarella. Fresh. 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 This is so fresh it said, hey, put me down. It's so fresh he got slapped when he ate it. <laughs> oh, slap your ass. Tell us who your friend is that gave us this great food. A uh, Chaffee restaurant in uh, Springfield. Springfield. They're good people over there. They got good food. They're the only game in town over there. That's why they're so busy. That they really are. This slice of pizza is so good. You can't put it down. Where's this slice from? There's just no way I'm gonna keep on eat I'm I can't talk and eat this pizza at the same time, so I'm gonna put it down. But a good slice of grandma pizza, if they do it right, a little salty, I gotta be honest. Mm -hmm. And I wanna thank my friend Tommy for his salty. wine. I don't have anything to drink. Oh, what's what's the wine? Your friend's Tommy? Yeah, good fuck. It's it's a uh, good fucking wine. Very good. I'm not joking. Yeah, Tommy. <clears throat> He's in the Cadillac clubs. This guy, the big Tom, big Tommy, big Tommy, big time Tommy, big time Tommy. No, it's this is wine. big time Tommy's. Yeah, big time Tommy. It is not. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. This is his wine. He's been selling it all winter. He didn't sell it this summer, but this is a winter shit I got. <clears throat> we have a mutual friend. They call him Big Time Tommy. And they call him Big Time Tommy because he's big. Very big. And he knows what time it is. <laughs> he wears a lot of cologne. If you wear the same cologne, he gets offended. Yeah, well, <clears throat> true. But if you don't have any cologne, just hug Big Time Tommy. And, and you'll you have got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wine over here called 
good fucking wine. I didn't know it had anything to do with Big Time Tommy. Yeah. But, hey, what a great name for a wine. Why not just say it? What's your wine like? It's good. Fucking What's wine. it called? Good fucking wine. This is fucking good fucking wine. All right. Which brings us to make a quick announcement of our sponsor for tonight's show. Our sponsor for tonight's show has been sponsoring a lot of different episodes of Live from My Mother's Basement, and we've been having a lot of fun. Their company moved to a different location, so we'll talk about that right now. The location, i got to read it, it's Clark. I knew it was in Clark. You know why I know it's in Clark? Because there's a diner in Clark. What are you giving me the glasses for? I got my glasses on. You got them on. Sorry. (laughs) Clark, New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Minuteman Press of Clark, New Jersey. You see, it's on the sleeve because they make these shirts. And if you would like to get shirts made by ordering from Minutemen Press of Clark, New Jersey, I'll show you exactly how to do that. But it doesn't stop at just shirts. They make all kinds of great apparel. And look at this good-looking guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look at that stack of cards. Nice. It says Minuteman Press Clark at the top. And right at the bottom, it says MikeMarino.net. Because I will send you one of these cards if you order one of these shirts at MikeMarino.net. You get one of these for free because I got them from Minutemen Press of Clark, New Jersey. Are we understanding each other, ladies and gentlemen? What about if somebody walks in a Minuteman Press and want a Marino shirt? They can't do that. You would hit them with the bat, right? Yeah, that's kind of weird. You would hit them with the bat. I wonder how that would work. Yeah, Imagine that. Out. Imagine that. I'd like to have a Mike Marino shirt, and all of a sudden Jim goes, shh, okay. We'll make it for you. Just don't tell Mike. <laughs> how I'm going to go in there and no, do it. How much is it? <clears throat> They're $50. <laughs> you want to know something? Mike sells them for 25 on the internet, but they're made special when you get it here. That's a, um, let me do that. Let me go in there. What? Bootleg my shirts? No, not bootleg. I'm going to go in there and bust their chops and see if I can get one. Just to break their chops. <laughs> <laughs> you might not have to. He's sitting here. All right. <laughs> I know that. Let's, I know that. Let's read. He's let's, got it on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he, gave talk- <laughs> he gave it away. He gave it away. We're talking about my sponsor, Jim Mooney from Minuteman Press. He moved from one area to another. This area here in uh, New Jersey is called Clark, New Jersey. There's many different Minuteman Presses, but you got to order from this gentleman, okay? So let's read this copy. My friends at Minuteman Press of Clark, New Jersey, a full-service printing, mailing, and marketing design firm. That sounds pretty cool, and I like the way I read it. Mm-hmm. I'm really good. All right. The spe- they specialize in apparel of all types, featuring both screen printing and embroidery. I pretty much got that across when I said, Minute Impress makes shirts. I like that double finger. Go. Boom. <laughs> Two fingers. People know the hand. <laughs> it's a dirty show. Where's the midget? In fact, they, they printed this shirt. Well, I guess I should have read that first. Oh. Can you make shirts by Monday? We know they printed the shirt. <laughs> I'm hey, with the midget. Hurry up with my dry cleaning. Can you make shirts for me? I'm with the midget. Would you let me finish this right. plug? <laughs> Minuteman Press of Clark, New Jersey, provides thousands of promotional products, paper-based products, signage, and mailing services. In fact, I need a new step and repeat banner, and they make them as well because I'm going to put my sponsor on my step and repeat banner. My sponsor, Minuteman Press, is going to make my banner and put their name on it. Nice. I don't know why anybody ain't laughing at that. It's fucking hilarious what I just said. Okay, anyway. Mention the name Mike Marino, and you can get 10% off. Isn't that gracious of them? 
<clears throat> contact Minuteman Press of Clark, New I'm Jersey. I'm thinking of something. That's what it is. And order something or just Mike Marino stuff. Something. It has no, I got to go in there. With, and get you get 10% off if you use my name, Mike Marino. All right, good. What are you getting? I'm getting a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you can even get cups. I'm going to get, I'm with the midget. <laughs> Shorehouse reunion. 30, he makes those cups. 35 like... years later. Does he make these cups at Minuteman Press? Yeah. Could you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the wall <laughs> over there. All right, good. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and remember, these cups are only um, for memorabilia. Memorabilia. It's not for drinking. No, no. But it's a great idea if you own a bar and you don't have a liquor license. <laughs> there you go. You could thank Mike Marino for that. <laughs> I want like you. I'm to, selling you merchandise. Would you let me finish this <laughs> advertisement? They're located at 1120 Raritan Road in Clark, New Jersey, near the Acme and Manny's Diner. I love the fact that they actually give you landmarks so you don't drive by. Could you imagine that? We're going to Minuteman Press. How do you know you're there? Look up. You'll see Manny's Diner. <laughs> They're both in the same parking lot. <laughs> no, no, he's across the street. Manny's Diner, <laughs> same side of the street, but a different parking lot. He wrote it down. To oh, reach them, yeah. Let's give out the phone number. The call Minuteman Press. Minuteman Press, nine zero eight eight five seven four six four four. That's nine zero eight eight five seven four six four four. You can email them at nj two one three at minutemanpress.com. That's nj213 at minutemanpress.com. Jim and Seamus. Is it Seamus or Seamus? It's Seamus at Minuteman Press. Seamus is the son. Jim's the father. The Holy Ghost is Johnny. <laughs> <coughs> Again, the read some call, 908-857-4644, or email minutemanpress, nj213 at minutemanpress.com. Minuteman Press is in Clark. NJ, a full-service printing, mailing, and marketing design firm. In fact, anybody out there who buys shirts from me, you'll notice they're all coming in matching packages, and those packages were made at Miniman Press as well. You'll see my return address to the warehouse. <laughs> I got a warehouse. <laughs> I got a warehouse, apartment number one. Their warehouse. Somebody's warehouse. Let me see what these, what's the name of these shirts? Oh, this is quality stuff here. Yes, I only wear quality. The quality. Quality. Yeah. So that's our uh, sponsor for tonight and, of course, many different shows that we've done. And if you come and see a live event, you'll see these shirts are on sale through Minutemen Press as well. So what else is going on in your world nowadays that you're moving from making sandwiches to drinking healthy sodas? No, not soda, water. I know, but I had to say soda. Yeah, Tell yeah. us. Alkaline water. Alkaline water. So Johnny here is now in business selling healthy water. How'd that even happen? And coffee. Don't forget about and the coffee. coffee. Ringside coffee. I forgot Alkaline about the coffee. coffee. Yeah. I want the coffee. We ringside a, coffee. I should have a cup of coffee with and me right now. And the funny part about it, the ringside <coughs> coffee, there's heavyweight. is Dunkin'. I mean, heavyweight would be Starbucks. Middleweight is uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And your diner is lightweight. And then I have a tea that's called Lash Round. And last round has fleet in it. It's something when you go for your, talking about your colonoscopy, if you, there's a little drop in there. If you detox with yeah, this man. tea, it really works. You mean fleet enema? Yes, it's in there. So you're having fleet is, is in your water? <laughs> no, it's in the coffee. And no, it's in the tea, excuse me. It's in the tea. Oh, 
So when you have to go, it's called detox tea, but it's called last round. You see the guy with the gloves like this. So we could buy this tea and have a good shit. Yeah. Oh, nice. You know, when you're out with your friends, that's all we talk about now yeah. is medicine. Hey, did you take a good shit? I took yes. a great shit Because the other day. if you don't shit. Oh, my God. I took a shit at 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in bed. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a great, here's a great conversation. Montego Bay, 1987. <laughs> Hey, man, did you see how hot that chick was? <laughs> now, hey, man, have you shit today? Uh, you got any Viagra? I need it with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to shit, but the Viagra kicked in. I hit oh, myself yeah. in the chin. <laughs> yeah. We give it to Grandpa so he doesn't fall out of bed. <laughs> Go to Minuteman Press. Use my promo code, Mike Marino. Get 10% off. <laughs> I'm with the Number four. Number four. <laughs> Man, I'd give anything to be 23 years old, not caring about anything anymore. Mm -hmm. Just going to the dance club, trying to figure out if it's a good one or not. You mentioned, remember, nothing bothered you. Nothing. You go up to a girl and say, "Hey, you want to dance?" She'd be like, "No." You ask the person right next to her, "How about you?" <laughs> No, we asked everybody. They really didn't give a shit. It was about numbers. You don't want to dance? I'll screw you. How about, about you? <laughs> it was about numbers. Yep. You know what's funny? The bouncers only let the girls. Like we let three girls in and one guy. Three girls and one guy. But we never waited on a line. Tell that your story. We never waited on a line. Because we knew somebody. We knew somebody. And we brought him food. And brought him a hot dog. <laughs> brought him the number four from nothing. No, no. <laughs> we did take care of the, the, the bouncers there. We, if you feed the bouncers, they don't bother you. I do that now with the tiki bar. We used to feed the lifeguards. Oh, did you really? Mm hmm My friend is, is Ross is the oldest um, lifeguard right now. Where? In Belmont. Oh, really? He's one of the oldest. Imagine that. Yeah. He's 15. Don't worry, I'll save you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in better shape than me and you, bro. I swear. You guys see this guy. He's in, he's in that DJs all the time. And I say, how'd you do? Oh, good. <laughs> Remember there was Reggie's across the street from the beach. And it that was, was a motorcycle bar. Oh, it's like, come on. You could tell what was inside the bar by the outside and what it looked like. Yeah. So you went to Reggie's and you knew there was going to be a bunch of snaggletooth, homeless, white trash bums in there. Then you went right around the corner and they had a place called Mary's Husband's Pub. And there were kids in there because they got to race their turtles. Turtle, <laughs> turtle races. You'd see a 14, 15-year-old kid in there with a turtle going, come on, use my turtle, he'll win, he'll win. And we were gambling on these stupid turtles that ended up running in the wrong direction. That was a big thing on Tuesday nights. Mary's big Husband's thing. Pub. Every, Mary's Husband's Pub, Tuesday nights, turtle races. They were the fun. The That'd Tropical, oh, tropical, tropical pub. pub. That was across the street. You had a, well, a couple of our friends walked across that water to go there. <laughs> Remember that? More old school people look like an AA meeting, quite honestly. Everybody was smoking in that club. Yeah, they, you could smoke in that club. Right? Yeah. Then there was DJs. Then there was the headliner. Then there was the polo club. Then there was the tides. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the then tides. there was what was across the street from Montego Bay? It rivaled it. Oh, Yes. It tried wasn't long, to. wasn't where, wasn't that no, long. No, a couple years. Yeah. Tried to. It's right there on the end of my tongue. Dance club. Yeah. What oh, the hell was that Columns. Called? Columns. That's a different town. That was in Avon. Yeah. You only went there to get rich, rich old broads. Yes. They're called the Casket Dancers. <laughs> <laughs> you get the rich old broads, <laughs> and they never said no. <laughs> never. You want to dance? <laughs> sure, I do. I love to dance with you. <laughs> What the hell was the name of the club across from Montego? Oh, my God. We'll get it next week. 
It, was, it had like a black palm tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see it. Like right an there. oasis. Yeah. The Wonder Bar. No, that, that Wonder was Bar. The, that's you know, Wonder Bar is the Wonder Bar. That's that's a good place. That lady runs a good show. There was a there. lot of crazy places in Belmont. The Wonder mm -hmm. Bar is Asbury Park. Yeah. Yeah. I still enjoy going to Asbury. Tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. We all know that we can find you on Mondays at the Tiki Bar. You can always find <laughs> me at the Tiki Bar, but um, if you're looking for like clean water in your home, I do the whole house filtration. LegacyWorld615.com. Just check it out. You know, and there's so much to read on there. Uh, you'll be surprised. Every house I do is worth 20 grand more after you, I'm done. And then I'll give you a shirt from Minuteman Press. I'll go over there and I'll say I was with the midget. <laughs> I got to get that shirt now. I really got to. You got to make me those shirts. Got to call this guy. <laughs> well, listen, we got to get going because my disc is almost full. I want to thank my uh, friend Johnny Salami for coming down to the basement and having some fun. Look them up on the internet. Stay in touch. Remember, let's make America Italian again. You don't know nothing. You don't see nothing. You don't say nothing. And how do I end every single one of my broadcasts by always saying the same thing with my guest? Don't take no shit from nobody. Don't take no, no shit. No, we got to do it together. Oh, all right, yeah. Ready? Don't, don't take, take no, no shit, shit from, from nobody. nobody.